0: All right, everybody. It is December 31st, 2023. We are back in the studio for the first time in like a month. Aaron and I have been super sick, a lot of world traveling, and just some end-of-the-year craziness going on with families and Christmas and what have it. But i um, joined here today with my crew chief and one of my good buddies, Clayton. And we are just going to kind of talk about a few things maybe throughout the season, recap Nashville and just kind of have more of a late-mile stock car racing segment just because Aaron is off dealing with uh, family and friends with the new year coming in. But, uh, Clayton, what's up, man?
1: What's up, buddy? How's it going?
0: It's good. Uh, We were gathered here today to, quote-unquote, give your daughter a Christmas gift that turned out not to be a Christmas gift for your daughter because I was trying to be sneaky and get you to have a reaction to giving you a gift, little backstory, you could give Clayton the Golden Globe Award and he would look at you and just go, thanks, and then he'll go home and then he'll call you back and be like, man, I really appreciate it, but today Clayton got his crew, basically crew chief of the year slash winning crew chief award from NASCAR, and it's a miniature version, I want to say mini, I'd say 50% scale of the same trophy that I got for winning the national title. Yeah. So, I think we should maybe start off with how you became the crew chief for the number 77 at Connor Hall Racing. So, if you want to take a second and walk us through your point of view from it, and then we'll go from there.
1: Um, So, we started working a little bit together at the end of 2017. That's when Mark was helping you, and we kind of worked together, both teams. Um, And the plan was for Mark to retire, and all of us, the whole team in general, was going to come work for you. I, that was 19. That was
0: 2019. It was 19? That was 19.
1: All right, so that's 19. I think it started in 18, a little bit of it.
0: Oh, well, Mark, was help- Mark started helping me in 2016. But okay. when, like, you and JB and Bobby, like, there were days where everybody came just to work on my car. That was in nineteen.
1: And then Mark's plan was to retire and for the most part all of us were gonna come over and just work with you. And um I had that kind of set in my head and then Mark decided not to retire and I kinda wanted to do something different. I knew you were gonna be a little short handed.
0: He did have a sweet deal though. We will definitely that. had a, yeah. he, he had definitely a, had a sweet deal. He definitely it came had, in at the kind of the last second. He got a second wind. Yeah. yeah with a definitely. pretty big sponsor. I wouldn't have turned it down either. No. No.
1: <laughs> um but I wanted to do something different, and I knew you were going to be really short-handed, so I came and had came and talked to you and Earl one night. Um, we decided to work together. I didn't really come in to be the crew chief, but I think it turned out to be a good deal because you knew you knew a lot of what I didn't know, and I knew a lot about stuff you didn't know. I think it worked out good,
0: like brakes and wheel bearings. Yeah, not a, not my
1: forte. That's the only thing I'm good at.
0: I'm good now. Na- I'm good now, but <laughs> we st- we definitely still let you do that. Yeah, but we definitely. I think we had a rocky start, a little bit to the nineteen. Well, I I would say our first year was without parental supervision. Jokingly, was twenty twenty. Yeah. and we won three races that year. That was the COVID year. Yeah. No, so that was still under Mark. Mark, because Mark went back racing, but that was still under Mark. You were still with Mark. You came over. For the first year at twenty one, yeah. So twenty one because because twenty was that weird COVID year where Bubba Johnson was racing yeah, and was Mark the, and yeah. me, and it was like that whole three car thing. Yeah, yeah. We won three races that year though. Mark won at probably three that year, and Bubba even won one. I
1: think my first year we won seven.
0: The first year was twenty one. We technically won five. Yeah, but we crossed the line <laughs> first for seven. seven of them, <laughs> uh, and we got uh. A little learning the rules moment yeah. in twenty one have have been checked for that same rule multiple times and have passed every time now. Yeah, shout out to my wheel spacers. But uh, uh, for any novice beginners in the late model stock car world, even if your wheel spacers still match up left to right, your the spacers on the spindle have to also the have to match up <laughs> left to right. You can't have an eighth and then a quarter. Yeah,
1: we got taught that lesson. Yeah. But, um, I feel like that year went pretty decent, but we were still pretty much working off what Mark had taught both of us. Yeah, and I feel like twenty two was twenty two in the twenty three was definitely the year of me and you coming up with a lot of stuff we did you with said, some other. You else. said
0: going into twenty two,
1: yeah, the year we ran the races at Carteret, not you know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because
1: we didn't run that much in twenty two,
0: eight races I think. Yeah, but we did. We, but, we ran, in 22, we did two Carteret races, we won both of those, we did two, Hick, we went Hickory Open two, at night, yep. set the track record and won both of those.
1: And we went to Hampton Heat at Langley, which we, we burned alternator up.
0: Yeah, we caught the electrical
1: that was a bad week.
0: stuff on fire. A lot of lessons <laughs> learned there, though. Um, I caught on fire in practice and in the race. Yeah beautiful you went back to hickory for the fall brawl or no you went
1: back to hickory for a weekly show too
0: after the uh the night after the throwback race won the throwback race and the weekly show so what was that that was about that was five we won six or five out of the eight i can't remember the other races though fall brawl maybe it wasn't eight races i know we went to Carteret. did we go to Carteret three times or twice just twice
1: I know we went to Hickory Hickory three, three
0: times. times. Yeah. We won four because of the fall brawl. We won every, We won three out of the four, and then so I think we were like, yeah. Anyways, we were like six for eight or something that year, yeah. and then going into twenty three, I we took a completely perfectly good race car, and chopped it all up and put a new body on it and all new suspension parts and every crazy little yeah. dream we ever tried putting into a race car
1: and definitely since we weren't racing every week in 22 we had at the end we had a lot of time to put into that car
0: well we bent it at the fall brawl so i guess that was it wasn't a perfectly good race car we had to put a nose on it and we bent the upper plate, the plate. on the right front so we took it to jay in january and we decided, that was like middle of January, and then we decided we were gonna run the icebreaker. Yeah,
1: we didn't put that car together until like three weeks before the icebreaker.
0: Yeah, it was it was rough, <laughs> but um, the icebreaker was good. We got thrown out there. We were uh like twelve light or 12 something. Light. Yeah, I learned I learned something about that as well, but I don't want to mention it to the public. Cause we live
1: we live on the edge of the scales
0: yeah we There is one thing if I'm making weight, it's by a pound i'm I'm not giving up weight but um the it's funny though because we went through the scales mostly like 12 fifteen heavy all year this year at Langley yeah. just because the car was so good we didn't want to chance it yeah but um
1: to give them every reason not to come after us yeah
0: yeah <laughs> I just uh with us being in the actual you know like the lead with a championship. I didn't want to have any reason to get a black eye. Yeah. So I, I didn't think, and the car was good enough. I just didn't, we just didn't think 10 pounds was going to make or break the weekend. Yeah. But, but um, then get, 23 came around.
1: Well, to get back a little bit, I feel like our first year, 2021, we ran, you know, pretty much under Mark's coattails Mm-mm. for the,
0: Oh, you're saying yeah? yeah we work off, of off of his setup. We work off to his setup, and yeah. then
1: that's the year we tra- at the end we decided to get away from Langley, go to South Boston. Yeah, go, we start traveling. Go to Ace. Go to um,
0: Martinsville. Rodney Cook Martinsville. and the yeah. Car Race Racing yeah. Sobo.
1: And I feel like that was like the beginning of
0: like yeah, we've been we're using, figuring something out know, of yeah. me and
1: you starting to figure stuff out.
0: Yeah, and then side note and kind of a funny story: the beginning of 22 is when Chad Bryant sent us his uh, yeah. setup sheet, <laughs> and we put it in the new new car at the time, which is the car that we uh, won all the stuff with this year, and the car looks, oh gosh, hopefully nobody heard that, my computer just made a huge loud noise, anyways, uh, we put the setup on my car that Chad gave us, and it looks so wrong that. I told you, I, I guarantee he lied to us. We thought he was <laughs> lying to us, so then we put the car back to our setup and went racing. Yeah. And then when we went to Hickory, we decided to trust him, and then we go there and set the track record. <laughs> <Yeah>. But, um... <laughs> <clears throat> just funny, because that was when everybody was, you know, just slamming the cars on the ground, and we just thought that he was messing with us. We come.
1: We come back there looking like Big spring car. Yeah. Yeah, we pushed that thing out of the garage, and I was like, there's no way this is going to work. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it doesn't, sadly, the sport's gone back away from that, because now everybody's still back on the ground. But at the time, it was just a good laugh, because that was right when the beginning of all the super low stuff was yeah. coming out. And everybody, you know, yeah. if it was two inches off the ground, you looked, you thought you were giving something up. Oh, yeah. But, um,
1: yeah, that was the first year of the right front upper holes. For everybody, as yeah. far as, like, the r cars. That's when they started all that stuff.
0: So. Gotcha. But, um, but yeah, so we, we had our learning curve in 22, and then we went into 23 pretty guns-blazing. I would say, like, car-wise.
1: Yeah, car-wise. We weren't supposed to race that much.
0: No, we were <laughs> supposed to race just a handful of races. We were going to run. Uh, we, were, we planned on going open at night at Langley. Or well, we the planned on going open Icebreaker at night. and the Battle of the Stars.
1: Icebreaker, Battle of the Stars, open a night at Langley, and then maybe one or two between that before and before the, the Hampton,
0: Hampton Heat. Heat. And then And then we went to open a night. Ran
1: good at the Icebreaker got thrown out. Ran decent at
0: Ran second.
1: At the Battle of the Stars. Yeah. Um came and won Langley opening night and then we were like, Well, we gotta come back now.
0: Yeah, we just decided we were gonna keep going back until we got we got whooped up on.
1: We contemplated not going back after the cars store race because we
0: had the switch motors and it was only a week. Yeah, we th- we thought about skipping that race. <laughs> I don't remember. There were so many talks this year about what we were gonna do and yeah. whatnot, but the week the schedule always changed too because once it got tighter, we were was it better to go race against this guy or this yeah. guy or who what track was gonna get more cars and. It was just a, it's a headache. It was but. definitely
1: more fun at the beginning of the year.
0: Yeah, once <laughs> August came around, I was not very, I was not much of a happy, yeah, team leader. But
1: we still ran good.
0: Yeah, we have more fun on shop nights. Yeah, than we do at the racetrack. Definitely. By far. everybody
1: thinks we're the most miserable people at the racetrack.
0: We are, <laughs> not really though. <laughs> but I don't know. I think one thing that not a lot of people understand just because of mainly I think the preconceived notion that everybody's always kind of had about me. I don't think they fully understand like our program slash how we approach running our program and race weekends and stuff like that. And it's something that I really wish I could maybe think of like getting a you know, getting somebody who's decent at filming, such as um the uh what is it, Brandon Eastup who yeah. did the video for us at the end of the year. Yeah. It would be really cool to maybe have almost an episode, kinda like a documentary in a way, of how we go about a race week. Yeah. But at the same time I think what makes us succeed and unique is something perhaps that we need to just keep to Clayton and Connor and Probably. Brad and Beau And yeah. just let everybody else try to work on their program themselves.
1: Yeah,
0: but I, I do. I do like racing so hard in that aspect because, of course, you want everybody to know. You want. I don't want to feel like I'm the cool guy, but I want everybody to know how hard I work. Yeah, and like, well,
1: I of think course you always,
0: you always want to come off as the smart guy, but it's almost better to come off. You don't want to come off as the smart guy.
1: Well, I think for a long time, nobody thought you actually worked on the car.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. And for a while, I've always worked on them, but I wasn't the mastermind, like the idea guy. I was just simply like, if I blew a right front fender off, I knew how to put a new right front fender on. But if I had to go through the bump steer or something, like Mark would always come over and help me. But just through the two, three years or whatever of that, I mean, by the end of it, what it, it turned into was Mark and I would come up with a plan of what we, what we wanted to accomplish for the week setup wise. And I would try it myself and run through it all. And then he you would know, just come through and like it. fact check me. Mm-hmm. And once it got to the point where every time he was like, yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's right. I was just kind of like, you know, I don't see, you know, there's no issue between him setting it up or me setting it yeah. up. And then when he quit, I mean, quits a, a harsh word, but when he went back to full-time racing and I we, t- you know, I had to take it over/we slash we, it was really intimidating at first and then we we almost won we were going to win the first race out. Yeah. And me and Greg got together. Well, to be fair, uh that was when we ran Greg down from like a straightaway with like 30 to go. Yeah, and you, I was you, an, I you was super, waited a little bit. I could have waited one, another lap for sure. I it was definitely it was the same exact, almost the same exact wreck that we had this year, yeah. with, but reverse. Yeah. Like, Greg this year could have waited probably one more lap going into turn one, and I could have waited one more lap yeah. three years ago, whenever <laughs> it is. Because that's why, I, like, this year, everybody was like, man, I can't believe Greg did that. And I was like, eh, like, I've been in that spot before. It looks way different in the car.
1: Well, that was also, like, two years after you and him beating the hell out of each other every lap
0: yeah 2019 (laughs) that was that was a rough year for greg and i's friendship there wasn't much friendship that That... year but uh but it's pretty cool throughout the year or throughout the years of just i guess where my relationships with different racers have gone um you know like never in a million years did i ever think that greg and danny would be two people that like i would like go hang out at the duck blind with or see him you know see greg at pirates cove and like him stop by and want to like hang out you know ride around on golf carts or whatever but um it's pretty cool and i think the older you get like even even with this whole national title deal everybody is like you know they'll make the jokes when i come like walk into like, I go to my friend's house, for example, and they're like, oh, here comes, you know, royalty or, you know, the big guy or whatever. And I'm like, you know, like, I'm literally the same exact person I was at the beginning of the year. All we have, the only thing different is there's a trophy set in my living room. Yeah, That's agree. literally the only, like, when I got back from Nashville, everybody was like, oh, how how, how do you feel? And I was like, exactly <laughs> how I felt before I left. Yeah. I was the I sold boats and race cars for fun on Monday, and this Monday I sell boats and race cars for fun. <laughs> this Monday yeah. and the next Monday after that, it's still filling, Hopefully, but... event you know a, a few eventual Mondays from now, maybe I'll sell boats for fun and race for a living. But uh, until that, you know that big <laughs> salary yeah. offer from Gibbs or somebody comes in, I don't, I don't think Connor Hall Racing is hiring any drivers <laughs> nah, for that's salary. Not but, um, but what I guess overall, I mean, Mark's always had some pretty good success, and I would say my racing career have had pretty good success. But we've never done something like we did this year. No, I've and, definitely never. Nor did, a part did of I anything. ever. I, I truly never expected it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we had we had success with Mark.
0: Like, I think our best year was like six or seven. Yeah. But oh. like, and my goal was always a ten. Yeah. Ten wins on the year was like crazy. And
1: We go from six or seven to 19. 19, 19.
0: yeah, eighteen NASCAR races car and storm. one cars, and uh, the only race that our car entered in cars racing, yeah, but uh, and we were twenty five pounds heavier than the field, yeah, but
1: uh, and that everybody was still mad,
0: yeah, just because of them. But the funny thing is, the motor packages now this year they went to NASCAR rules.
1: Yeah, I saw that. So
0: everything weighs the same now, minus the crate motor. So I think it's definitely going to shake some things up. But um, but I guess just as, as quote-unquote crew chief, because I've always been the driver, you've always been the crew chief, Earl's always been team owner and head of finances <laughs> and food. And Bo, you know, Bo's always the spotter. Brad's always. And this year we
1: finally got a tire guy because
0: before it was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Br- Brad Roper on the tires, bad ass. Yeah,
1: he's definitely the best tire
0: person I've ever seen. Yeah, bad ass. But um, and honestly, that's something that I'd like to touch on too, because you and I were decent at it, but we still had a little like deviation in yeah. the plant, like you know we we got we were like 90% honed in he can give me this and to every tire other every other tire guy listening to this uh, that's the one thing tire guys are just like drivers every tire guy thinks they're the best tire guy oh yeah i mean it's the most prideful they might be worse than drivers <laughs> so every other tire guy listening to this just mute me for like 30 seconds cuz you're not <laughs> going to believe me brad roper is the Best tire guy in late mile stock car racing, definitely. In my opinion, definitely. I agree too. I mean, he will, and he'll also he will work till he's his he's literally buckling at the knees, falling over. Yeah. Because we know how he gets out about <laughs> two in the morning. His yeah. knees are shot.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But I mean, he will give me the same set of tires every every week. single week. I don't care what the mold is. I don't care if the chalk mark's different. I don't care what track we go to. I don't care. Like I said, I, the chalk mark can be different and <laughs> they'll be the same size as the week before. Yeah. Yeah. We went all, we went every single race week this entire year. And I'm going to say just at Langley because other places, of course, you have to change Packer due to load. Yeah. We, the most we changed Packer all year was a 16. And we never made one adjustment on the race car.
1: No. We and, we made a couple and put them right back.
0: Yeah, and then the only two times that we did race adjustments were at the the last two races of and the year when lo- we were trying some cra- we were trying some crazy <laughs> stuff and lost both of them. Yes. <laughs> so, I think at I think we're going to go back we're going to start the year on the baseline. Yeah.
1: And go from there. Definitely one of those things where you got to like it's time to go back.
0: Yeah, but we were very dedicated to we were de- we were dedicated to our changes. We were exploring our, our line. Yeah. We found our line, though. Yeah. But I guess just as the crew chief, how, like, we talk every, almost every day during race season. But, like, what was going through, like, I know what I was thinking through the year, but, how, like, kind of what was the storyline for, like, the Ascend in your head?
1: Um, I think, you know, we went open a night and won. That was because cool we didn't...
0: Won really both race. That was both. a twin night, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> you know, we had tested two or three times before that, and I thought we were pretty good. So it was, we were
0: bad to the bone with our hickory setup. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And so that wasn't really a huge surprise for me. Um. But when we kept going back and winning, Man, it that's, definitely... That's
0: arrogant. <laughs> winning wasn't a surprise for Clayton.
1: Um, but... The Cars Tour for me, the Cars Tour race for me was probably the biggest, like, definitely sat me back and was like, we've, we've definitely like we're validated. finally come something. We're validated, be. yeah. Because when you look at the talent and stuff that we outran that night, that's pretty good yeah. showing. That's probably when it started to sink in a little bit of how good we actually were this year. Um, and then after that, it's one of those things where we just wanted to keep going back till we got beat. Um, yeah.
0: Lost the Hampton Heat. Lost the to Hampton first Heat, loop, but we finished. The first loss.
1: We finished second, so you can't really say we ran terrible. And yeah. I, I'll take the blame on that one.
0: And we lost to a very good race car. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Like I, I think, I think we were definitely probably
1: equal race car, except for the he definitely saved a little bit more than we did.
0: Yeah, that, that's that was one thing that I wish I maybe could have found a way to give myself like another 10% somehow.
1: Yeah. I think speed-wise, we were the same car.
0: He just we turned better and he had more drive. But he but at the end of that race, drive was He more had more time. left than we did. I yeah, drive was. was more important than turn.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was, and that's a really good car like you said. Um yeah. And then we came back and won um a weekly show. And we just kept going back to him, and we didn't really lose again to the last two of the year.
0: Yeah. Went to Hickory a couple times.
1: But you went you went and ran the um the three races in the same weekend. Yeah, that was rough. And one at Hickory, won the first race at Southern National, should've won the second race, but yeah. you got beat by somebody with five laps on their cars.
0: At Ryan Joiner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he 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 smoked me. When he got to me, Robert Arch was spot for me that race. Robert was like straight away back. Half a straightaway back on your bumper, and I literally just stuck my finger out the window and moved over to the second group. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I mean, I'm, "I'm not even going to." There's play nothing. This. You,
1: there's nothing you can
0: do in that scenario. I don't remember what it was, but he broke on the pace laps of the first race. Yeah, that track's gotten pretty abrasive, dude. That place is that place is rough on tires now. Um I mean, super rough.
1: But back to what you asked me, I think for me, I definitely the.
0: Because we we joked about the National once we, we got we to like, did five out but We didn't joke about it. But I'm saying, like, subconsciously, what was your thoughts like as the year was going on? Like Honestly, okay, once, is a once, joke, we started, like,
1: once we started talking about it, I tried not to think about it because I'm the type of person, if if I think about it and worry about it to death, it's not going to happen. So I just tried to stick with the game plan we were going with just week to week.
0: Yeah, if anybody ever thinks that I worry a lot,
1: I worry way worse than you do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only thing I really did every week was, I did the I did the points like every day.
1: You worried about the points. I worry about the mechanical failures because that's the stupid thing that could lose it for you.
0: Did we? I don't think we had a single failure this year. Oh, no.
1: yeah, alternator. we did. The alternator.
0: Yeah, we did. I forgot about that. We. That's what cost us to be over six hundred points. Yeah. Was the we. We started in the back for the Bobby, Bobby Isaac, Isaac yeah. and we got to the lead with, like, 40 to go, and with frickin' Strolling. 25, oh, the car was bad <laughs> to the bone. Cade still, to this day, thinks that he was saving enough to make a charge no, at there's it. There's no but way. I think, I don't know. I love Cade to death, but there's no way. I think the veteran might have had him on that one. That's rough. I'm calling myself a veteran, but he's younger than me, so. Yeah. I think the old guy had him on that one. Um, That one sucked.
1: Yeah, and that was definitely from the week before.
0: And we have, I think, seven motors in the shop, and every single motor got a new alternator the next yeah. week. <laughs> every one of
1: them. Every one of them. <coughs> we even put the one on the day before, or the new setup on the day before.
0: And new batteries,
1: all new batteries, all new alternators, all new alternator wire,
0: yeah, oh, the ground wires, and everything, <laughs> yeah, Earl was not playing games after that, yeah, but um, yeah, this year was this year was nuts, man. I didn't like shoot the one we changed motors to go to Hickory, the motor had had like zero laps on it, and we're blowing steam out oh, of yeah. it, that's some kind of head gasket problem. We we did we ran that entire weekend on the motor. That's the same. That's the
1: motor alternator came off of.
0: But um. But it just wasn't like I, God when we were sitting in Victory Lane at Southern National, the thing was sitting there like two hundred sixty degrees.
1: Yeah, it ran good, but it did not keep water in it.
0: No, no, it it shot water like it was its eight to five job.
1: Yeah, brand new. But then we got. We put one of our other motors. In. I
0: think we let that, that motor sat just way too long. Yeah. And we we just fired it up and went racing with yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: cause that's not a shout at, that's not a shot at our engine no, program no, at not all. At,
1: not at all. I think we got the best of the best.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think there's a couple names in the sport that are what very well respected. And I think Billy Banks is definitely one definitely of Definitely one of them. And, uh, I'm very proud to run his stuff, and he—they're amazing people. I mean, I don't care what the dyno number says; they drive good, they race good, and they're great people to deal with. Yeah,
1: and at the end of the season, they were almost at every race.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah when it when it came down to it, and I I was worried about getting, you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to be honest. I can make one turn, but I don't know how to build a motor. Yeah, whatsoever. So I'd call, Bi- I'd call Billy like Tuesday or Wednesday of every race week with the last month. And I'd be like, this is my schedule. We'll do, ho- you know, we'll, if you need a hotel room, whatever, you, if you're coming down for the day, whatever you want to do. Like he drove all the way to Langley yeah. on the championship ni- on the, on on the na- on night, on the national championship night, just to make sure that it, if they go tearing down that we're all good. Not saying we're in risk of, being wrong, but like I said, I simply don't. Know, I don't yeah, know. how they usually one. like
1: to take our motors all the way down.
0: I don't know how to tear one apart. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm good at breaking stuff. I can, I can take, I can, can take one it out.
1: apart, but you might
0: not want to put it back together after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing. A couple times he would he would come into town. They'd take them, you know, take whatever apart, and he'd put it back together. And we'd go race the next yeah. day.
1: Yeah, that's the nice thing about when he comes.
0: Yep. Like, when we won the Hampton Heat, he put my entire motor in the back of his Jeep Cherokee yeah. and took it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um.
1: I think it didn't, like, I know we raced a lot this year, but up until probably August or the beginning of September, it really didn't feel like we were.
0: We had 10 races, 10 races with full fields at the Hampton Heat. Yeah. So we
1: really, Or maybe we...
0: 11. But my point is, we were. We only at,
1: needed eight more, but we wanted the better
0: two of ours, ten, yeah. because one of them was Goodyear. Wish your were well, full field. Well, at August, August thirteenth was the day we hit eighteen races. Yeah, and we still, at that time. Come August thirteenth, we were fifteen wins, eighteen, eight. eighteen races. Starts. Yeah. Well. Uh, 20 starts, because yeah. of Goodyear and uh, Florence, but yeah, they, we had, so we they were 18. so short on, they didn't, well, throwing out DQ at Florence, so that was a zero. And then uh Goodyear only had 13 cars, so yeah. we really didn't count that. So we were 15 of 20 come August 13th. Yeah. And then, like I said, we had the fall brawl and a bunch of other stuff in September, but... It was, but, I mean, we
1: raced like hell in, in the it August It was just trying September. to
0: maximize the points program
1: do everything we could trying to decide on thursday night where we were going to go
0: yeah that's rough because setting up a car deciding then setting up a car on thursday night but it's such a it's like that's what i was telling everybody if you can run for national title you can run for office yeah because you have to and it's funny because it's one of those it's it's one of those times like you got to be careful the toes you step on today because they might be connected to the ash you're kissing tomorrow yeah, you can't go pissing off some track promoter, you know, storming yeah, you, out you or may, storming out of the tech building, you know, yeah. flipping the bird. You everybody. may need him in two weeks. Yeah, because like for instance, when I when we got perfect example when we got thrown out at Florence, I walked right up to Mike Cox, who's the head tech guy there, and I shook his hand, and he you could tell he was a little thrown off by it, and I was like, look, I didn't do my job, I I was wrong. You did your job. I didn't do mine. Yeah, we all know why I was light. But once again, we learned, and now we simply set up on the same stuff that we race.
1: Yeah.
0: But anyways.
1: But I think that's been kind of a. But I call.
0: I even called Steve. But the point was, I called Steve. I apologized to Mike Cox, and then I I called Steve Zacharias, and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I put your racetrack like even in the. I'm sorry I put y'all in the position to even have, to, have to, to make, make a call, decision. because if like to me. Doug and I were gone by a country mile. Yeah. I don't think 10, 12 pounds or whatever it was was going yeah, to make a difference. 12
1: pounds didn't make that. Chance.
0: But wrong's wrong. Definitely. And they made the right decision. And you want
1: them to make you. Yeah, because I want them yeah, to make you the You want same them decision to make that decision for somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's another part where we've grown because I feel like me and you too have come from the times of pitching a fit at the tech build.
0: Oh yeah, I used to get and I used to be so we have bad. definitely not seen, like awful but like they would, you know, from something example like oh lower your quarter panel a quarter inch. Yeah. Well, passed last week.
1: Yeah. But they, I feel they like they
0: don't give a damn if it passed last week.
1: But that's definitely something that me and you have changed cuz we both came from that time period and we've definitely started now they want it done, we make an effort to do it.
0: Yeah, like at uh Happy. What was that one race? We had to cut like a quarter inch off of our side skirt on the left. That was the car story. Okay. Because Hampton Heat, we we were one of the very few cars to not have to cut stuff yeah. off. But yeah, but We were
1: one of the very few cars that the Hampton <laughs> Heat didn't have to go around.
0: Yeah. Which, going around at Langley sucks because you yeah, have the 19 point turn. <laughs> but,
1: um, um, But yeah, we've definitely grown up in that scenario.
0: Yeah, we've definitely done a lot of growing up. And one of the cool things, and I don't think we think about it a lot. I mean, I do obviously more because he's my dad. But like I said, other than like managing like our relationships with sponsors, and like don't get me wrong, like he's he's our the world's best guy for inventory. Like, oh yeah,
1: he'll get us whatever we yeah, want. Yeah,
0: any like whatever is needed, he makes sure that the team has.
1: And if he knows, if he already knows we need it, he makes
0: sure that we have it. But, yeah, but, I mean, like, it's kind of funny because my dad, my dad used to, like, he used to run the team, of course, because he was dad. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, he was just kind of like, y'all do it. And, it, like, this year, he would come walking in the shop on the Thursday and not even know where we're racing. And he just... Oh, we're going here. We just all get. He just get in the truck Friday yeah. and follow I'll us all the way meet down. Meet y'all there. down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't go yet. I'll meet y'all down there yeah. though, and we'd be down somewhere testing. and He'd come rolling in. Yeah. But my, you
1: know, he puts a lot of trust in me and you for that.
0: It's yeah. That's the part that I was going talking about growing up. Like it's pretty cool that that he, in in a way, just pretty much like hand us the keys. Yeah. And. Now I don't write. I still don't write checks. No. That's his job. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. <clears throat> I've I've done a couple fake girl hauls, but I don't <laughs> like doing a lot of them. Nah, because nah, that, that needs to stay in his department. The world famous is when I show up to test somewhere on like a Thursday or Friday. My dad's going to pay for. <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, my dad would be here Saturday <laughs> morning. But um, but no, it's just I don't know. It's just it's almost like. It'd be weird maybe if I called it a respect thing, but to me, like, it's not my, it's not my funds, it's my, you know, it's a combination, obviously, between all of our partners and family and anybody who also helps, and I just, I don't know, like, I've just, I've never been the one to do it, so it feels weird for me doing it, Yeah, and I don't know, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether whether I mean you've written some, I've written some, Dad's oh, yeah. written a ton, but uh, I don't know. It's just funny, like looking back on it. I mean, five years ago, dude, five years ago would have put us at thirteen, twenty-two, twenty-one, twenty-nineteen. <clears throat> so basically, our first year together. Yeah. We want we like we were decent, like we were good for Langley and stuff. But, like, looking back on it, I would have never imagined, like, when Josh and all those guys would come race against us, sellers, and they would, like, barely beat us, I was like, man, there's no way they're beating us. Like, we got, you know, like, we have the best of the best. And, like, looking back on it, dude, if we could could take our program right now and race 2019 Clayton and Connor in the car, we would lap ourselves. Yeah. And it's just pretty cool to look about, you know, look back and see the growth and...
1: I, the thing I thought was cool, I've always wanted to be the person to show up to a track and be like, oh, they're going to be fast. And I feel like this year definitely been one of those years.
0: Yeah, I think...
1: You can show up anywhere and be fast. Because it always amazed me, like, when Peyton would come or Josh... they just unload. Just
0: unload and... Be fast. Kill us. Yeah. And we race there every week. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, for sure. Yep. That's definitely... I've always wanted to be... Not somebody, not like quote unquote a force to be reckoned with, but I've always appreciated the fact like when I was Legends car racing and we went racing anywhere, as soon as people, like, soon as as soon we unloaded, we were usually very close. Yeah. And when you can unload and be close, it makes the job at hand so much easier when yeah. you have to worry about one and two out of tens versus we're half a second off the pace on stickers. Yeah. What are we going to do now? And what I basically what I would always joke and talk about, like talk about doing now, is if we unload somewhere and we were half a second off on stickers, you know what we're doing? <laughs> we're loading up, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not what the program's built around now. But no. um, but it was definitely coolest year of my life.
1: Definitely coolest year of mine.
0: Um, and you know I just hope that. I have a twenty or twenty-one race schedule with Nelson this year, but I still—I mean, personally, I, I plan to run the hell out of the blue car. I know big old Big Scott Breeden uh, at <laughs> Breeden Concrete wants us to go back to Langley. And oh yeah,
1: definitely
0: handle bit handle some business. But well, as uh,
1: it stands right now, I think only two don't line up.
0: Yeah, the first two races don't line up. So if we can get rain rainouts. Uh, if We can get two rainouts for open night and the night after, yeah, we'll be back in the hunt, <laughs> but um but we're definitely
1: gonna show up whether or not
0: yeah, that's one thing night. people don't realize is we won the championship this year, but we're gonna we were gonna miss races, but we got lucky, and all the rainouts happened on the days that we weren't there,
1: yeah, <laughs> well, you gotta think too, we didn't mention this, I've never won a championship besides the modified championship with Mark, and you never won a championship.
0: Like, yeah, like a late mall championship. Uh,
1: late mall championship. Till this year, and we won track championship, regional championship, state championship, and national championship.
0: Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> funny. Tyler Hughes and them talked about that on their podcast. Oh, really? They, well, that, we heard of that one night. We were listening to it in the shop. Yeah. They're like, oh, you yeah. know, like Connor's never won <laughs> like anything in a late mall other than races. Yeah. And, you know, to do it, we did. It was really, really cool. So,
1: yeah.
0: But, uh,. I'm not going to hold you up. I know you actually have your wife, and, and daughter my daughter's out sleeping in the car. Waiting in the car out of my driveway. <laughs> but I appreciate you stopping by. Well, and we definitely need to have more than one episode with you on just because we're already at 40 minutes yeah. and we were only scheduled. I definitely want to
1: have an episode and go back and talk about our <laughs> Martinsville, South Austin, 8th. Because I feel like that, that could be an episode. By yeah,
0: that was a good one. We might yeah. have to get Cody Jordan on. Yeah, he needs to come one. down here for that one. <clears throat> but, um, um, but but yeah, yeah, I appreciate you coming by. I gotta say a big thank you for you for putting a lot of trust in me. Oh, yeah. you're gonna make me cry now. <laughs> but uh, you know how to cry. <clears throat> yeah, I have I have the utmost trust in my my guys, and honestly, I, we're a little bit on the smaller side personnel wise, but I think I'd rather have four or five fifty caliber rifles than. 10-15 shotguns. Yeah.
1: We all know what everybody's <laughs> job is, though.
0: Yes, our we our team is very systematic, and everybody has their role, and nobody encroaches on the next person's role. Exactly. I, and we work very hard at. There's no duplicates, basically. Yeah. But um, but yeah, thank you so much for this year. Thanks for coming and doing the podcast with me. It'll be this will definitely be a kind of a cool change of pace, and uh, who knows, we'll get you back on here yeah. sooner than later. I'd love to come back if you uh, pass your peer review for your reinstatement for 2024. Clayton's not technically a member of Connor Hall Racing at the moment. Well, I retired after (laughs) the last race. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, his peer review wasn't very good, so we have things to work on. But thanks everybody for listening and uh, if y'all want more of this, let me know. We'll go back to the uh, more sports gambling side here, probably on the next episode, but Like I said, Aaron and I have just been yinning and yanging when it comes to our schedules and health and blah, blah, blah. So thanks, everybody. See you all next week.